1: This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: It's not every day that the show just begins on the C Spire text line, but this is worth it from our friend Zach on the Coast. Ceasefire Text line is open to you. That's the best way for you to communicate with us. 601-879-4395. Bull. There's a lot of it of it in wireless. In wireless. But C Spire but thinks you deserve, deserve you deserve a plan that's, yeah, so here's Says, the real, day, so here's day, the real day, day, deal. Richard
3: plan. Hey, Richard. What is going What is on? going on? But that echo that thing echo happened
4: thing's happening again. Happening again. I think remember, I think that's remember on hey that's ads, on hate ads. Yeah. That's on Hey ads In. Okay, so we're good. You and I are good. He he did that thing where he pushes the wrong button again, and, and we were echoing. Here, okay. Hey, did could you not hear it? It's only me. No, hear I that?
2: heard it, but I was hoping that you were going to fix whatever. Fix it whatever. It was. All at the. Oh, it just started again.
4: Oh, I turned his mic back on because he gave me a thumbs up, and
2: uh, are we good now? I think we're good now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Don't hey, press yeah. the button that says "pre." Hey, Dad.
5: Yeah. There's a button that says "danger," and I guess I guess it got tapped somehow. I took it off though. We're good. A little we're the
2: edge. Yeah. Just completely derailed where we were going right out of the gate. Let's try it one more time. Ceasefire text line. <laughs> bull. There's a lot of it in wireless, but CSpire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. So here's the real deal. Best plan. One or two lines. Forty-five dollars each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. Ceasefire. Dot com. Zach on the Coast says, Girlfriend, colon, hey, do this thing. Me, I can't. Sports talk's about to come on. Girlfriend, but I thought Borky time was this morning. <laughs> me, explains the difference. Girlfriend, well, Borky needs to back off.
4: you dominating that man's uh, life. You can't escape me, Zach's girlfriend. I'm sorry.
6: Yeah, yeah.
5: Is, he'll... he'll is her- is her name Kelly? That's what I want to know.
2: Kelly Kapowski. Hmm. Hmm. Still got the fastball. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No question. Hey, uh, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, wherever you were, whatever you were doing, however you took it in, if you were a college baseball fan of Ole Miss or Mississippi State, there were some highs and lows to the weekend. Hey, Dad. I have simply a a question for you right out of the gate. On a scale of one to ten, and you can answer this either individually or like collectively for Mississippi State fans or both. On a scale of one to ten, where is the pucker factor on this Monday? Careful with
4: questions. It's, it's, it's like it's people like, don't like questions around here. It's like biting into
5: a lime right about now. It's uh, eight and a half. Oh,
2: big number.
5: Yeah, I think so. I think people are nervous.
2: Big number. Borky, I know you didn't want to go down the road of a poll question today because you were afraid you might get canceled for the second time in less than a week. But uh, is that a relevant poll question?
5: There's, there's got to be a better way to put it. But
2: we're, we're sure. gonna, we're no,
4: gonna, no, pucker factor is great. We're going to get compared to the Clarion-Ledger again, and somebody's going to say I don't deserve my job again. So, I mean, if we want to Well, go down that road, you don't deserve your job, Borky. I don't know about the other thing. Yeah, I deserve way better than you two. Hey! Hey.
2: Uh, hey. Aha. Here we are on a Monday with uh, two spots remaining to be filled in the College World Series. One of those two spots... Is going to go to either the Virginia Cavaliers or the Dallas Baptist Baptists. I, I, I don't know what their mascot is. That's okay. Uh, Virginia We're Fighting swaggerts. The Cavs are up five to two in the top the of the Patriots. ninth inning. The Dallas Baptist Patriots. Yes, yes, they are. They have patriotic color scheme as well. Uh, Virginia's up five two, top nine. Two outs away from a return trip to the College World Series for what was, quite frankly, a bubble team going into the tournament. Virginia ends up getting in as a three seed. They win the Columbia-South Carolina Regional, and they are now two outs away from winning the Columbia-South Carolina Super Regional. South Carolina was not the one seed in the first go-around, and they are not the host in this. But uh, they're using their ballpark, and if Virginia keeps winning there, uh, they may want to uh, call uh, Founders Park their home when it's all said and done, as they're now an out away from going to Omaha. Did
4: you see that video of the kid in the outfield? The the catch where he robbed? It's not that, which was awesome. And by the way, if you're going to bat flip and pimp a home run, make sure it's getting over the wall, kid. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When keeping it real goes wrong. No, I'm talking about the kid that was a, a fan. Above or beyond the outfield wall, he is recording the field from the outfield with his phone. I guess he's like sending a video to his buddies or something. And a home run happens to get hit while he's recording, and he catches the ball. The ball gets hit right to him. He catches the ball while videoing the field in the outfield. It was awesome. But yeah, that, that Rob, the defense today was spectacular from what I got to see.
2: Yep. And that one slips into right field, so Dallas Baptist is not dead yet. But the game uh, well, of equal consequence, but that so many people here in the state of Mississippi are focused on, is the one that will begin just a couple of minutes after 6 o'clock tonight in Starkville, a winner-take-all, third and deciding game of the Starkville Super Regional, Mississippi State and Notre Dame. They played a wildly entertaining game on Saturday. Back and forth, ebbs and flows, momentum in both directions, the crowd into it, the crowd out of it. The crowd back into it, the crowd gets quiet, the crowd's into it again, and Mississippi State got number 1. Uh or got game number 1 in front of the largest crowd to ever watch a super regional. Just shy of 15,000, 14,580 Something or eight fifty something or it was a bunch, Um, a bunch of people, and then a bunch of people showed up yesterday as well. Um, But the result was not as much fun for those clad in maroon and white as uh, Notre Dame just kind of dominated in yesterday's ball game. That sets up again, as we said, winner take all tonight. Trip to the College World Series hanging in the balance in Starkville,
5: and that's where uh, I'll be when when the uh when the show wraps up uh interested to see what happens still no word on who miss who's going to start everybody thinks it's going to be Houston Harding okay. I, I i think that's going to be the case as well but Harding's been so effective in that bullpen role i i just i wish i i wish if I was Mississippi State i wish they had one guy that you could trust to go a, t- a turn through the order a hard throwing right-hander that sets up uh Harding as that 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 changing speeds lefty they do have a guy like that But his name is Landon Sims, and I don't think State wants to go the same road that Arkansas and Ole Miss went yesterday. I think they they desperately would like to bring Sims in with a lead in the 6th or the 7th to try to close it out.
2: I don't think they're going to do this, but what if I threw a name at you? And this is not like a a hometown bias. But you said give me a hard-throwing righty to go one time through the order. What if they ran Parker Stanette out there for two and two-thirds to start things out.
5: His, his line is so interesting when you look at his stats. He doesn't give up any hits. His problem is he walks a lot of people. You okay. can't, you can't take that risk. You got to have somebody you can really trust to, to keep the base paths clean because Notre Dame has been punishing state all weekend long when they get guys on base. So, I mean, it's risk now,
2: reward though. If you go that route, it is risk it?
5: reward. Oh, yeah, it is. He could go out there and strike out the side and all three innings. He could get you three no hit innings and, and turn it over to Houston Harding. And then, you know, in the seventh, here comes Landon Sims and you've won the ball game. But at the same time, he could walk the bases loaded and you know give up, you know. And state's defense is not good. You know, they, they that showed its head yesterday, and then all of a sudden an error turns into a two run inning. It's it's just too big a risk.
2: And then there was one. Virginia has locked up the seventh spot in the college world series. They beat Dallas Baptist, and they are headed back to Omaha. Brian O'Connor's team has really been quiet in uh, in recent years after winning a national championship, getting home a couple of other times. Uh, they play really, really well at the end of the year, and they're on a run. And they will meet Tennessee in Game 1 of the College World Series. Uh, man, we had surprises. Oh, my goodness, did we have the, the biggest surprise, right? Hey, Dad was, was texting us about this last night. I think we were all kind of following along to, to different degrees. And Arkansas loses. They lose 3-2. to two. Hey, at least they had no fun along the way, though. <laughs> you guys could have owned my
5: house, both of my cars, everything. You could have had it all if you had made that bet with me on Friday. Hey, Especially th- after the 21-2 to game. I was like, sure, let's take the bet. No. That's the, why sports are great.
4: The committee really punished the ACC. Remember that? We talked about it. They really punished the ACC. They've already got 25% of Omaha. And they could add a third tonight.
2: They got would that be one more, wrong.
5: There would be more ACC teams than SEC teams if State loses tonight. Yeah. Who would
2: have guessed it's, that? um And the Pac-12 has acquitted itself quite nicely leading into the College World Series as well. We'll talk about where we are. We'll talk about the results from the weekend. We'll break down Arizona's win, two out of three overall Miss. We'll look at games one and two for Mississippi State against Notre Dame. We'll look at the teams that are in the field and how they got there. Kyle Peterson will join us in the 4 o'clock hour, and we will get you set for Game 3 between Mississippi State and Notre Dame. First pitch tonight just after 6 at Duty Noble. This is Sports Talk Mississippi Monday afternoon. We'll be right back.
7: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon on 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. So far this afternoon, looking at a pretty smooth ride, no major accidents or congestion. If you see any traffic problems, contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
0: 26
9: no drip roofing and construction the name says it all all types of roofing and construction your certified certainteed shingle installer family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the metro no drip roofing and construction 601-371-1051
10: realtors and homeowners listen up when it's time to buy sell or most importantly move that's when you call two men in a truck let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important visit two men
9: That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com.
12: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6-9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. This is a place for
1: crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs)
2: World Series begins in five days in Omaha, Nebraska. That's Saturday, June 19th. Two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. The first elimination game happens on Monday, followed by a winner's bracket game, and then there's an elimination game on Tuesday, followed by a winner's bracket game. And it's a whole heck of a lot of fun, if you can get there. But it is hard to get to the College World Series. Thanks for being with us. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming online at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, and Brian Haydad. Borkey, there, there are like so many different directions and so many offshoots. I know it's like just jump in, but where do we start? I, I will defer to you. Do we do big picture? Here's what the College World Series looks like. Do we start with Ole Miss? Do we start with Mississippi State? What do we do?
4: Since we've got KP coming up next hour, I say we start with Ole Miss because they're done playing also. I mean, we've got a definitive. Uh, Their season ended last night. And and I think you you talk about offshoots. That conversation has a ton of them. Between this season and how it should be viewed, this season and how it should be viewed compared to seasons past, and then, oh, by the way, LSU still looking for a coach, and there is a very powerful person at LSU. You know, uh, their baseball god, their Archie Manning, uh, wants Mike Bianco to be their next head coach.
2: So it's like the baseball pope, there isn't
4: he? Pretty much, and so so much to be considered, and there are so many things that can be true at once, and I've noticed that people are kind of having a hard time understanding that. It can be true that while the resume for Mike Bianco at Ole Miss is a phenomenal one, as you've noted and everybody knows, Ole Miss baseball before him and Ole Miss baseball now are two entirely different programs. They're not even in the same solar system. And that's all because of him. And this season in a vacuum took a pretty remarkable coaching job to get to the third game of a Super Regional. How many teams in America could lose a top-ten pick starting pitcher And their best player, tear an ACL, and they get to the third game of a Super Regional. How many teams could do that? Probably not many. Take Kumar Rocker away from Vanderbilt and whoever their best hitter is, best player, team captain, and tear his ACL and tell me Vanderbilt cruises to Omaha like they did. Maybe they still go, but it alters the path a lot. So in a vacuum, it's a great coaching job. It really is. The program is a very good and stable one. But through that resume, it's another super regional where they were non-competitive in the third game. All of those things can be true at the same time. And I have, I, I've noticed that people are having a hard time with those, all of those things being true at once. Now,
2: there's a lot to unpack there. There is absolutely a lot to unpack there. And we'll do that some this afternoon, but I think that's a conversation that uh, spills into the rest of the week. And for a lot of reasons, it spills into the rest of the week. Most notably, whether or not Mike Bianco is still the coach at Ole Miss, whether or not LSU offers him the job, and whether or not if they offer him the job, he accepts it. So we'll see where that story goes. Let's just set the College World Series field. And you guys give me a a couple of thoughts on, on each of these. The biggest story from the weekend, certainly outside the state of Mississippi, NC State takes two of three from Arkansas. They win well, sorry, first they lose. And they don't just lose. They lose 21-2 to on Friday. And Arkansas is not looking to go win game two. They're just looking for a coronation. They don't have to throw cops in game one. All they got to do is carry a lead into the sixth inning and then go to cops and then boom. Wow. They lose a one-run game and they lose another one-run game. And I know there are a whole lot of people, Hey Dad, that get panties bunched tightly over the phrase, That's baseball. (laughs) But if there is a bigger or more glaring example of that's baseball than this Arkansas team, After being up one game to none in a Super, never mind the season, never mind two and a half months as the number one team, being up a game to none in a Super Regional, winning 21-2, to playing in front of 11,000 people at your ballpark, and losing the next two to not get there, if there's a bigger example of that's baseball, I don't know what it is.
5: I think I I said this in our text. I said that Arkansas outscored North Carolina State 28-11 to in three
4: games, but lost two of them. And eighty percent um, of teams that win Game One in the Super advance to Omaha. Another one. I mean, I think the math on this is
5: right. So Arkansas lost twelve games this year. So they lost two out of twelve this weekend. So sixteen percent of their losses for the season came into the last two days.
2: In consecutive days.
5: That that is an. Inc- I mean, it's just absolutely incredible that this machine of a team that we 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 had basically gone ahead and you know. To, to quote Dennis Green, we had crowned them, and they're not even going to the party they're going to sit at home and uh, and watch it and and, and somebody else is going to be the national champion when we spent the whole season discussing how this was finally arkansas's year
4: in hindsight shouldn't or couldn't we have seen this coming though? I mean how many times have both of you mentioned that Arkansas, while they have good starting pitching, they are often saved by cops.
2: Oh, a million times, but I had, I, I had left that narrative behind because I thought the sample size was big enough that they, they had just yeah. proven it, it's okay. We're just going to figure and it out.
5: They, they, they lost and, these and, two games six to five and three to two. If they had lost. They did not lose because of pitching. No. Right. If they had lost 12 to 10, I'd be like, wow, they're pitching, so, you know, they
4: couldn't, couldn't get enough pitching. I mean. Well, only gave guys up have,
5: three runs. They should. That's a game Arkansas should win ten times out of ten.
4: You, you guys have also said that that Arkansas, if you look at their lineup, there's nothing remarkable about it. Very solid, very good. But that, you, you, you guys said it many times that it's very good. But like, there's nobody that you look and you think, man, you can't pitch to that guy because he'll just punish you. I mean, but, we but, talked about but that all season Arkan- long.
2: Yeah, we, we did. There wasn't necessarily the one guy that stood out, but here's what I felt like Arkansas turned into as the season went along, and I think this is, I, I mean this as a, like the ultimate compliment. The, their parts were, the, the, their collective was way greater than individual. It was because it felt like throughout the course of the year, they had different guys step up. Casey Opitz would come up with a big hit. Caden Wallace, the freshman out in right field, would come up with a massive hit. Welch, who was so big in so many clutch situations, would come out with a huge hit. Robert Moore would have a big game. Matt Goodhart didn't have the season anybody thought he was going to have, but he came up with some big hits in some key moments. Jalen Battles, who struggled at times and was hitting in the 9-hole, came up with some huge hits in the postseason. It just felt like they had a bunch of guys And somebody would rise to the occasion, and they did it over and over and over and over all season long. And then yesterday, when they needed it the most, they didn't have somebody. Kevin Copps rose to the occasion. He went nine innings for them yesterday and was remarkable. (laughs) After pitching the day before. Mm -hmm. uh, NC State,
4: I forget his name, and I feel stupid for for forgetting his name because I watched him twice. But that, I guess he's their Closer? Man, and talk about how much baseball has changed. NC State's obviously a good team; they're going to Omaha. But we live in an age where NC State can roll out a guy that's throwing ninety-seven from the left side with a breaking ball. I mean, they it's had just good
5: pitching, though. That's where Carlos Rodon went to school. They I know, but think just that's think the newest about
4: thing. That. that used to be like eye-opening at the major yeah. league level, and I mean, now State NC has... State's rolling this dude out there twice in a weekend.
5: State has six or seven of those guys, you know, but they may, and they may not make it to Omaha either. So, crazy.
4: That kid was so impressive, though. I mean, talk about pressure.
5: There may not be a better image. Kevin Justice was his name.
4: Thank you. Kid's awesome. There
5: there may not be a better image this season than the the home run, leaving the yard in such a trajectory that they can't even find it. The the camera can't track it. And all those Arkansas fans in in the just standing there. Nobody's moving, nobody's looking up. It's just that they that they knew that ball was gone and their season was on the brink.
6: Yeah.
2: Uh Texas gets two in a row against South Florida. A Texas team that went 0-3 in the college baseball showdown in Arlington with losses to Ole Miss season over. Arkansas, season over. Mississippi State. We'll get back to you about ten thirty tonight. Texas is playing in the College World Series for, I think they said on the broadcast last night, an all-time record 37th time. 37 trips to Omaha for the Texas Longhorns. Talk about the other teams that have filled out most of the College World Series bracket. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm.
9: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 93. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 69. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 91. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com.
13: I had a terrible fever and my foot wouldn't stop aching. That's what brought me to St. Dominic's. First time I'd been in the hospital since I was eight. I found out my diabetes was out of control and I might actually lose my foot. But the team at St. Dominic's performed three surgeries over 12 days to keep that from happening. So I'm still walking and my diabetes is under control. That's how St. Dominic's got this
10: sales rep back on the road doing the job I love. St. Dominic's, skilled hands, compassionate hearts.
14: Whether it's getting the kiddos to school.
10: I love you. hi mom.
14: Or taking it off road and uphill.
10: Oh yeah,
15: yeah,
9: Woo-hoo.
15: <laughs> oh
0: yeah, baby. We've got the right tires
4: for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments,
16: mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot, at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byron. Welcome back. As the calendar has flipped to June,
15: your Mississippi Braves start a 12-game homestand June 15th at Trustmark Park. The first place Birmingham Barons are first up June 15th through 20th with Park in the Park and First Responders Day on Tuesday and Wednesday. Then on Thursday, June 17th, it's Mississippi State Night with Thirsty Thursday $2 beers and sodas plus $5 tickets when you wear your Bulldogs gear to the box office window. Early arriving fans on Friday, June 18th will get a beach towel presented by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi featuring a panoramic photo of Trustmark Park. Saturday, June 19th is Parrothead Night with a post-game Jimmy Buffett-themed fireworks show. Then on Sunday, it's Family Fun Day. On June 20th, with special pre-game Father's Day catch on the field. Plus, as always, the post-game kids run the bases. Join the M-Braves this season with a flex plan or plan your group out. For tickets and a full list of promotions, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. Mississippi Braves baseball.
17: Let's play. I'm Stephen Gagliano and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. An investigation is underway after a former state representative was murdered in North Mississippi. Multiple reports state that Ashley Henley, who served in the State House of Representatives from 2016 to 2019, was found dead in a Water Valley trailer park on Patricia Drive Sunday night, same location where her sister-in-law, Christina Jones, was murdered back in December of 2020. The North Mississippi Herald reports that Henley was outside the grass when she was murdered. The investigation is ongoing. And hurricane season is already underway and a tropical depression could form later this week. The National Hurricane Center is monitoring an area of broad low pressure over the Bay of Campeche. Gradual development is possible over the next couple of days. For more information on each of these developing stories, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
1: Number one for Sports Talk.
19: Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be
1: shy. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man! Bingo! Super Talk, Mississippi. <laughs>
2: You on Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Bracket one is set for the College World Series. We talked about NC State knocking off Arkansas in dramatic fashion yesterday in Fayetteville. Stanford took two from Texas Tech. Very little drama in Lubbock. Uh, uh, Stanford back in the College World Series. Vanderbilt, uh, they get two from East Carolina in consecutive days. And last night you have Arizona. Uh, taking the series overall Miss, winning sixteen to three. Is that the final? Sixteen to three last night. It was. I watched yeah.
4: uh, every pitch and recorded a a post game. Okay, inside baseball. So
2: I. You started actually, recording before it was over, didn't you? In the seventh inning. Yeah, that's reasonable. I just that's waited
4: till the final pitch to hit publish.
2: I mean, yeah. how many people
5: write their story? And just wait to fill in the final score yeah. in a blowout game. I mean, it's it's you, you're not doing anything that a lot of big J's don't do. Yeah.
4: it yeah. is kind of uh, kind of crazy though. With so since the game was boring, I, I was pretty active on Twitter, going back and forth with people uh, about the decision to start the closer, and and Arkansas did it yesterday, and it worked, by the way. You can argue that Van Horn left him in too long, but that was absolutely the correct call for Arkansas. It was the right call, and it worked. And I've also had, in scene State fans, a couple asked me this morning, should Chris Limonis start Sims tonight? He's the best available arm. He's the best pitcher on the team. Should he start tonight? And then you had the decision for Old Miss to start Broadway last night, which ultimately didn't work, but... Hindsight's really easy in that decision, right? Because my line of thinking was, he's your best arm. He hasn't pitched at all in the weekend. And he is the best available option. The other two options would have been a freshman with two starts in his college career, who, by the way, got shelled when he came in last night, or a sophomore who has been in and out of the Sunday starter role and got absolutely shelled last week by Southern Miss, couldn't get out of the first inning, and has given up 30 runs in his last seven appearances. You're telling me that going to Broadway instead of one of those two guys was dumb? You can say you wouldn't have done it, and I can hear that argument, but to say, oh, awful decision, you never do stuff like that, you have the benefit of hindsight there. It's a justifiable decision. If Chris Lamonis happens to do that tonight, it's sound and logic. Dave Van Horn did it, and it worked for him. Last night, it doesn't matter if Ole Miss starts Broadway or McDaniel or Kimbrell or Mallets or anybody that was available because that Arizona team was going to shell whoever Ole Miss put on the mound last night, and that's how it worked out. But the hindsight thing with that decision I thought was crazy yesterday. Yeah. If didn't. If it, plays out,
5: if it plays out the same way, if you start McDaniel but everything else sort of plays out the same way and then you're just questioning you know why are you bringing Broadway in when the game's out of a, you have to pitch the guy at some point why why not well, why I not mean, give look, give it a chance
2: and 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 i think that was a decision that previous iterations of Mike Bianco would not have made but it felt to me like Mike Bianco and Carl Lafferty and Mike Clement sat down in their coaches meeting either late on saturday night or early on sunday morning And they had to make a decision on who was going to start. And ultimately they decided, let's throw our best arm. Okay, who's our best arm? Well, it's Taylor Broadway. Well, how deep can he go? We don't know. Maybe two, maybe three, maybe four. Maybe he gets crazy and and goes five. The hope was you have an offensive start to the game like you did on Saturday night. Where Ole Miss scored six runs in the the second inning, and they blew it open. And Arizona was a much different team playing from behind than they were playing it ahead with a lead. We we can have the debate or you know conversation about you know where this Arizona offense ranks in terms of like you've been watching college baseball a long time. Is this the best offense you've ever seen? Is it a top-five offense? Is it a top-ten offense? Whatever. I'll just tell you that watching that team hit for two days in person and then watching on television last night, that is as aggressive and – aggressive is not the right word. That is as confident a one through nine swinging the bat as I can think of like just coming to mind. And here's the thing that stood out to me. The reason I back off the word aggressive is because it wasn't just, oh, they're going to the plate and they're hunting fastballs. They had a really patient approach. And we'll get into it when we kind of break down the two games. I thought it was the best approach I've seen against Doug Nikhazy. It didn't work out. They had Doug Nikhazy sitting on 50 pitches, 54 pitches through two innings. And it was because they spoiled pitch after pitch after pitch after pitch. Look, here, you know what I learned more than anything in Tucson this weekend? We have undervalued just how good Doug Nikhazy is. Now, Vanderbilt might not undervalue Doug Nikhazy. Mississippi State might not undervalue Doug Nikhazy whoever the anonymous coach from the SEC was that said, I don't see anybody beating Nikhazy. The question is, can Ole Miss find one more game to win? That guy didn't undervalue him. But I just wonder if from us being as close to it as we've been, maybe we haven't given Doug Nikhazy enough credit because that offense for Arizona, given the way they swung the bats on Friday night, and the way they swung the bats yesterday, they didn't just wake up on Saturday morning and forget how to hit. They just couldn't hit the And But they worked him, man. I mean, he was... they worked the heck out of him. But they, but, but, which to me is even a more of a compliment to Doug McKezy, given how hard he had to work to get through five and a third to handcuff that offense the way he did and allow his offense to go out and build a lead where Arizona then was taking bad swings. They took bad swings against Austin Miller. That kid deserves some credit as well. I mean, it felt like he had been left for dead, and then he comes out and preserves the rest of the bullpen and goes the rest of the way.
4: Yeah, and, and certainly don't want to do the Mount Rushmore thing, but when people have conversations about great pitchers at that school, I mean, Lynn, Pomerans come up, those kind of names. When you look at college career only, tell me why... What you just witnessed this year, and last year, even though it was shortened, does not belong in that conversation, if not in front of it. it does. It
2: might be the first name that should come out. It absolutely does. And, I mean, you can debate that. Would you rather have right. you got to go win one game? Would you rather have Doug McKsey on the mound or Drew Pomerance on the mound or Lance Lynn on the mound, or you know, whomever? Yeah, have that debate all day long, but he absolutely is in that group and I can't have a conversation with anybody that doesn't at least have him in that group because it just doesn't make sense. Bracket two's got one slot left. That gets filled out tonight for Mississippi State and Notre Dame. Texas and Tennessee, and then Virginia against either Mississippi State or Notre Dame. It is a good, regardless of what happens tonight, You've got a good, compelling, fascinating, interesting College World Series, but it does not have the sex appeal that we thought two days ago it might have. With the number one seed Arkansas and the number of fans that they would bring, if Ole Miss had won against Arizona and the number of fans that they would have brought, if Mississippi State wins tonight and the number of fans that they will take, it's going to be a different feel. I mean, Vanderbilt's going to bring up, you know, whatever. Arizona will bring some people. Stanford's not going to bring many people. NC State's not going to bring many people. Texas will bring a huge crowd. I would assume Tennessee will travel. Yeah. You feel like
5: the Chamber of Commerce of Omaha is chairing for Mississippi State tonight.
2: You kind of do. Yeah. 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 Which is a better – I was having this conversation with somebody earlier today. In terms of television viewers, which is a better draw for ESPN. Not that anybody really cares. Notre Dame or Mississippi State in the College World Series?
5: That's a good question. You know, the the name brand is Notre Dame, but amongst college baseball fans would be Mississippi State. So Yeah.
4: I don't know. Yeah, do I mean it's obviously I mean Notre Dame probably has the largest fan base in America. Possibly anyway, but do they even care at all to even casually tune
2: in? (sighs) Um yeah, I don't know. And that's an easier trip from South Bend and Chicago than it is from Starkville. Feisman's been in Starkville, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They showed him on TV. He was uh, All right. He was Did I mess it. that up? Somebody said that that's not right. Richard, Texas would play Mississippi State or Notre Dame. They wouldn't see Tennessee until a second-round game.
5: State's the six, the, or the seven. They should play the
2: two, yes. They would play Texas. Okay. All right. All right, so you got Vanderbilt against Arizona, Stanford against NC State, Texas against the winner of Mississippi Stanford State Notre against Dame,
5: NC State, incredible.
2: Yeah, and uh, Virginia against Tennessee. So those are your your first four games, first two days in the College World Series. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Take a quick timeout, and then we'll continue. By the way, Kyle Peterson going to join us this afternoon at 20 minutes after 4. This is Sports Talk Mississippi.
7: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon on 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. couple of earlier accidents still causing a bit of slowing this afternoon. Both I-20 eastbound around mile marker 42A and 43A. Plan for delays in those areas. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at
8: 601-353-5216. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4444. Join MEC members and state leaders at the
21: 71st MEC annual meeting on Wednesday, June 16th at the Jackson Convention Complex. This in-person event will bring MEC members from across Mississippi together again to share in networking, an engaging morning session, and an exciting luncheon. Participants will hear from Governor Tate Reeves and other leaders discussing important topics affecting Mississippi businesses and citizens. Register today at
19: MEC.MS.
12: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's
1: time to get real. Real Sports Talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: so 9-3, Arizona beats Ole Miss on Friday night. Ole Miss jumped out to a 3-0 lead. Got runs in the first inning, an RBI double from Justin Bench, two-run single from TJ McCants. Arizona got a solo home run in the first, solo home run in the second, solo home run in the fourth to make it 3-3. And then in the fifth, they got a two-run home run and then a ground out in the sixth, then a bases-clearing double. Dante Williams, the leadoff hitter for Arizona. I know you guys watched over the course of the weekend. My goodness gracious is he a player. Heck of an outfielder. And he can rake. But just up and down the lineup... Arizona just swung the heck out of the bats. Different story, though, on Saturday. Ole Miss plays a little bit different edge, a little bit different confidence with Doug Casey on the mound. Jacob Gonzalez on the fourth pitch of the game hits a home run over the right field wall. Did you see Jay Johnson's quotes about Jacob Gonzalez? I think it was after game two. To ask about a kid getting away from Southern California, he's like, I don't know, man. We recruited the heck out of that kid. I sure we ha- wish we had him on our team. <laughs> A little honesty in coaching. Yeah, you, you got that. And I don't know if you could tell on television or not. I think probably you could. Arizona looks the part. They got big, tall dudes. A- outside of their shortstop, who was. A little bit of a shrimp, but was a heck of a defensive player. They got dudes one through nine that can absolutely swing the heck out of it and look the part. And, I mean, you look at Ole Miss, you don't think, man, that's a smallish team. But kind of in comparison, whew. So Ole Miss gets a six-run second on Friday to go up seven to nothing. Arizona gets a couple of runs in the top of the fourth, and Ole Miss immediately answered. So it goes from seven to two to ten to, and then it's twelve to two, and Doug Niekse just battled and battled and battled. Five and a third, six hits, two earned runs, three walks, ten strikeouts, 121 pitches. Gave you everything you could ask and then some. And then Austin Miller, I mentioned it a second ago. How about that? Three and two thirds, four strike or six strikeouts. Only gave up one earned run. It was a solo home run, but aside from that, really kept Arizona off balance. And then last night in game three, wow. Arizona gets a run in the first, two in the third. That was after Ole Miss got a run back in the top of the third, and then the wheels come off in the fourth inning for Ole Miss. Seven runs in the fourth, three more in the fifth, two more in the seventh, and then a run in the eighth. And Arizona wins it sixteen to three. Sixteen runs on twenty hits last night for Arizona. And what was it? Eleven of those twenty hits were extra base hits. Does that sound right?
5: It's, I mean, it sure sounds right. Just from my memory of watching the game, it seemed like everything was going to the wall.
4: You could have told me all twenty were extra base yeah. hits. I would have believed you.
5: Yeah. That that, that that series played out the way I thought it would. I thought that Ole Miss would definitely win the game that Nikhazy pitched, and they would have to find a way in in one of the other two. And Arizona just didn't let them find the way. They came out hot in both of those games and just pounded the Ole Miss pitching staff.
2: Listen to the way Arizona scored last night. All right, RBI single in the first, but frankly the guy should have gotten the second. Bad base running there. Home run, two-run homer, two-run homer, RBI double, three-run double, RBI double, RBI ground rule double. Whoop! There's a two-run single mixed in. Two-run double, sack fly, uh, and then almost got a sack fly late. I mean, they, they, they weren't nickel and diming. I mean, they were, like, swiping the ATM at the plate. I don't know if that's an analogy that works or not, but... Just kind of what popped to mind. What did you guys think watching watching them last night? Watching them all all weekend. Were, were you as impressed with the offensive approach for Arizona as I came away? Yeah. How could you not be?
4: And the, the mean, thing is, they punished bad pitches.
16: They had good pitches but too, they though. Punished
4: good pitches. Yeah. I mean, you they know. they knew how to play in their ballpark.
5: They knew where to hit the ball that nobody could catch it. And then the home runs I saw this week for both teams. I mean, they would have been out of any major league park in in America. Just
2: monster bombs. I mean, the ball that Gonzalez hit last night was 463 feet. Crushed. Like, I made more than one joke over the course of the weekend. I didn't go all the way to the Mexican border to see if there was a wall there, but there are a couple (laughs) of the balls that were hit at High Corbett would have cleared that wall and may have. (laughs) Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back.
1: Yes. For
6: Fox
13: News, I'm Rich Denison. At the NATO Summit in Brussels, President Biden says Russia's aggressive acts such as cyber attacks pose a threat to the security of the alliance. And he'll discuss that with President Putin in Geneva this week.
1: But I'm not looking for conflict with Russia, but that we will respond if Russia continues its harmful activities.
13: The president called NATO critical to the security of America and U.S. interests around the world. The Supreme Court today ruling legislation lowering mandatory prison sentences for crack cocaine convictions does not apply to all offenders.
0: A 9-0 opinion by the Supreme Court finds a defendant sentenced to 15 years after pleading guilty is not eligible for a reduced sentence because the retroactivity of the law only applies to sentences for larger amounts of drugs and not low-level offenses.
13: Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington, a America's listening to Fox News.
17: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi will receive $55 million from a settlement with the nation's largest Medicaid managed care organization. After an investigation into claims that Centene's pharmacy benefit managers were inflating their bills, the company did agree to pay out the settlement while continuing to deny any liability. Led by the Mississippi State Auditor and Attorney General's offices, the investigation led to a settlement that also calls for increased levels of transparency from Centene moving forward. And a murder suspect from Moss Point is now in custody, following a five-hour standoff in New Orleans on Friday. Anthony Rashawn Hunt barricaded himself in a hotel room, then
7: made threats to hurt himself. It's believed that a gunshot came from Hunt's third floor room, but he eventually surrendered without incident. He was wanted in Jackson County on a felony murder warrant and in Alabama for federal supervised release violations.
16: Get five-star tools for your five-star dad with battery power made by Steel. From mowers and blowers to trimmers and more with the AK Homeowner Series starting at $199.99, that can get the work done quickly and make more time for what really matters. Shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local Steel dealers. All prices MSRP includes battery and charger available participating dealers dad doesn't quit until the job is done so get him gas-powered tools from steel that can keep up with him from chainsaws and trimmers to blowers and more steel has the tools dad needs with legendary steel gas-powered equipment starting at 139.99 shop online at steelusa.com gift guide pick up at over ten thousand local steel dealers all prices msrp available participating dealers
17: whole Miss baseball season came to a crashing end on Sunday night in the desert. After forcing a decisive Game 3, the Rebels ran out of gas last night as they fell 16-3 to Arizona in the Tucson Super Regional Finale. As for Mississippi State, despite a 9-1 loss to Notre Dame yesterday, they can still punch their ticket to the College World Series in Game 3 tonight in Starkville with first pitch set for 6. And consistent heavy rains flooded homes and washed out roads in northern parts of of mississippi last week executive director of mema stephen mccraney thinks some of these communities would benefit from mitigation
12: the marks communities
8: uh, and others in the delta where fema has now gotten some rules out if we have a, a natural disaster of any type we can actually put some mitigation money on the up backside of mm-hmm. repairing a home
17: mema's latest damage report shows damage to over 120 homes and 130 public roads stephen Super supertalk mississippi news
1: with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. More Sports Talk Mississippi now. Now.
2: Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation, join us. I'll let you do that on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Be honest. You know your business deserves better, so get better with the C Spire Business Internet and Phone Bundle backed by real support. See how C Spire can power your success today at cspire.com slash business. Thanks for being with us this a- afternoon. We uh we got some we got some questions to get to on the Seaspire text line. Uh, now that we got the excuses with Richard hour over, let's talk about something else. I did ask which his favorite excuse was. Um, let's see here. I have a thirty minute drive home, and once again have heard nothing but Ole Miss. I know Mississippi State played too. They did. And that's why we're going to basically spend the next two hours talking about their game with Notre Dame tonight. Um, there's a lot to unpack from the weekend. One season came to an end. We were kind of putting a bow on it. And we're going to find out tonight whether we got a team from the Magnolia State headed to the College World Series, Mississippi State and Notre Dame. First pitch, 6 o'clock. Kyle Peterson will join us shortly. I uh We should have stayed This is not a take I expected from Uncle James and Carrollton. Ugh Kyle Peterson. All he's gonna do is find a way to talk about Stanford baseball like he did in each game of the SEC tournament and every game he's called in a regional and super regional. Does he do a lot of that? I I wouldn't know. I, I'm always at the games. I
4: haven't noticed yeah. anything like that.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Um, a lot of questions about Mike Bianco and LSU, and the answer is we don't know. Right? Is LSU going to offer the job?
4: I mean, th- that's the only question here. I I can't tell you the number of people over the last few days that have said Keith should fire him. It, well, no, that's not even a conversation or a thing that we should entertain ever. People are talking about it, I have a feeling it's a very fringe group that think, that actually think that he should get fired because he should not. That's ridiculous. But the question is, if LSU offers, what do you do? What should they do? And that is a realistic conversation. Heck, it might even be happening right now. That process could be... I mean LSU's top two candidates going into the weekend both played this weekend and they both got eliminated, got eliminated this weekend. So they can really start moving the ball if those are in fact their top two targets. As early Talking as about Mike today, Bianco
2: and Cliff, Cliff Godwin.
4: Godwin. Yeah. So that's the question is if LSU offers then what? Because Heath Carter's not firing him, nor should he. He's not retiring, nor should he. So it's all about LSU right now.
2: Yeah, you're right. And I think it's premature. I mean, obviously we can get to it, but it's all hypothetical right now. And so we will sit tight and see what comes from that. Let's talk about Mississippi State-Notre Dame. Hey, Dad, I said at the beginning of the show that the game on Saturday was wildly entertaining. Notre Dame led 1-0. Mississippi State tied it up. Notre Dame led 2-1. Then they led 3-1. Then it was tied at 3. Then it was 4-3. Then it was 7-3. Then it was 7-6. Then Mississippi State was in front uh, 8-7. Then it was tied at 8. And then it was 9-8. And that ended up being the final with Landon Sims coming on to shut the door at the end. What did it feel like in the ballpark? Was it a roller coaster of emotions? Yeah
5: Oh, definitely so. I mean, but but for the most part, the crowd was able to stay engaged because because the game never was, you know out of hand sort of the way it felt like it was yesterday. Um, it was definitely an up and down kind of thing. and, and state kept doing enough to to keep people interested. Uh, and then when state got back into the game, you know when rowdy jordan hit that home run i mean that that was an electric moment and a, a, definitely a, a lot of atmosphere there <laughs> i don't know if you've seen the video but it's it's really funny where where the center fielder crashes into the wall to to try to catch it his glove falls over the wall yeah the guy picks up his glove and checks the the glove for the ball before he hands it back i get the feeling if the ball had been in there there'd have been a little little, let me knock that thing out. Oh, there's your glove. No no ball. You didn't catch it. Uh, I mean, you can't teach that kind of fan behavior. Great great stuff out there in the <laughs> left-field lounge. Um, but, yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, that's one of the best. If for the neutral party, that was as good as college baseball can be. Uh, Link Jarrett, the Notre Dame head coach, said it felt like a national championship game. Just two great teams trading body blows, and State finally hit the knockout punch with Logan Tanner's solo shot there in the eighth.
2: Did the bottom of the fifth feel like the most important part of the game after Notre Dame had gone up seven to three and maybe taken a little bit of wind out of the sails uh, of the crowd? Yeah, to, to, that's to answer what, that's that quickly—that's
5: what I'm saying. If if you don't answer right there and they go to the next inning up seven to three, the crowd might come down a little bit. State immediately got back into the ball game and that and that's led everybody to believe okay they'll find a way to win it in the in the late innings like the way they've done all year and you know. That's exactly what they did, and then you know Sims comes out to, to close it out, and then you, you knew how that you knew how that was going to go. I had a uh, and then the game within the game, the the Sims versus Cavadas at bat was just fantastic. Two guys, Sims throwing straight heat. I'm not going to back down, Cavadas. I'm going to swing, and and they finally got him there at the end. That was just a fantastic moment within the game.
4: They've done a great job against him this weekend.
5: If the plan was don't let him beat you, they've done that. He has not done much of anything this weekend, which means one of two things: either A, the guys who have not been, the other guys around him will have to deliver tonight, or B, he's coming tonight and will, will he, then he will he make a big difference.
2: And Chris Lamontas told him, was it was Tuesday or Wednesday, Wednesday or mm-hmm. Thursday, whatever day it was. We talked to him last week. He said uh, in their preliminary meeting with Scott Foxhall, they decided the plan was do not throw a baseball between the inside stripes of the batter's box. Everything. Yeah. Off the plate. Now, obviously, that's a little bit tongue-in-cheek. They pitched him well. Pitched him really, really well. One of the things that you knew about Notre Dame coming in was that they were really good defensively. Elite defensively. Mm-hmm. They had four errors in that first game on Saturday. And
5: that's why I'm, I'm concerned about State tonight. You, know, you think about a football game. You know, think about the... uh the Arkansas and the, and the LSU games this year for Ole Miss, right, where Corral gives away eleven interceptions in two games, but both of those games were pretty close. So you make the comment, you say, you know, Arkansas was lucky to win because you know without the six interceptions, State had got four errors off the best defensive team in the country and still only won by one. That makes that's a little that's a little concerning. You've seen Notre Dame; they've hit in both games. They got eight runs and nine runs. They're not going to give you four errors again. You know, State's going to have to do a lot tonight to win. They, they, they really are going to have to play maybe their best
2: game of the season. Yesterday, Notre Dame wins at 9-1. to State strikes first. I mean, just methodical right out of the gate. Uh, Rowdy Jordan gets a triple. Tanner Allen hits a fly ball to center. Sacrifice, State's up one to nothing.
5: That that Those first two at-bats had me thinking that game was going to play out a lot differently than it did.
2: Notre Dame answers with two in the bottom of the first. They get four in the bottom of the fourth. They get a couple of insurance runs in the sixth. that another in the seventh, and they win it nine to one. One run, five hits, two errors for Mississippi State yesterday. Christian McLeod, five innings, five hits, seven runs, six earned, seven strikeouts, two walks. Just okay. I mean, he wasn't terrible. Defense let
5: him down. One of the errors that cost him was his own, though. Uh, in the first inning, gave up a couple runs there in the. Uh... I guess that's in the fourth where he gives up the home run. There was an error that kept the inning going as well. So his stuff wasn't terrible. And us go back to the first inning. You know, he gets the first out. He's 0-2 on the next on the second batter when he hits him. And then he's 0-2 on the guy who when the bases are loaded sort of has that excuse me swing that turns into a two-run error. I mean, he he had he had good stuff. He just his defense let him down and he let himself down at times as well.
2: So Prasner gets the single and drives in a couple of runs, and then Cavadas gets an extra base on the throwing error, and that makes it two to one. Error on what? Logan Tanner in the fourth on a sacrifice bunt play that allows a run to score. Yeah. And then another unearned run, run in the fourth inning. Yeah. Um, it's been an interesting. First two games, thirteen nine seventy one the attendance yesterday, fourteen three eighty five on Saturday, and my that's guess is they're that. filing in right now, getting ready for a big Monday night in Starkville,
5: and that's what's what was on the billboard in that picture that's going around originally,
2: yeah. anyway. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Kyle Peterson joins us next on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favrates.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau.
7: the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon on 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. A few earlier accidents causing some significant delays along I-20 this afternoon, both eastbound, that right lane is blocked, are on mile marker 43. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you, proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
19: COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com COVID. Here's Uncle Cy.
17: What's the biggest bug you've ever
19: seen in your life?
11: Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war. We run into a herd of Oriental cockroaches, and they all weighed about 30 pounds. We actually had a firefight with them for about two hours. They were trying to overrun us. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug
16: exterminator. The
14: name to trust for over 65 years. At Havard Pest
6: Control, the difference is
16: At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer
1: satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services
14: to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family
9: safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309.
22: In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today.
10: the new degree of comfort.
0: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer. The Tractor Store, Highway 49
23: South in Richland.
10: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
1: Exciting news.
10: Brace yourself.
1: More Sports Talk Mississippi now. Now.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com, and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. There's a saying that the two greatest words in competitive sports are Game 7. We don't have Game 7, but we've kind of got the equivalent of that because it's winner-take-all to advance to the College World Series tonight in Starkville. Seven of the eight teams have filled out the bracket in Omaha, Mississippi State, or Notre Dame will be the final one. Kyle Peterson has been on the call for the first two games and will be as well tonight the lead college baseball analyst at ESPN. KP, what a weekend so far in Starkville.
18: Yeah. I guess it looks like a decent environment. Um, (laughs) One of my favorite times about about or parts about this time of year is, um, you know, for people that haven't paid attention to the sport a lot during the course of the season, then you get to regionals and especially supers because it's it's on generally on ESPN two or or you, they get to see these environments and they get to see these things that we're well aware of by covering the sport throughout the course of the year, but. A lot of America isn't, and it's those. It's Starkville, it's Oxford, it's Knoxville. Yesterday, it's Dishfork in Texas. It's these spots that, within the sport, everybody knows um, just how special those environments are. And, and now, thankfully, a lot, lot more of the country gets to see it. Now we're the only one, so hopefully, a lot more of them get to see it tonight because it will be rocking.
2: Yeah, I would think a lot of eyeballs on this. So kind of unpacking the first two games. Mississippi State wins game one. We talked a lot about just kind of the roller coaster of emotions. Crowd's in it. They get a little quiet. Here comes the crowd again. Mississippi State able to answer each time. And I thought there in the fifth inning was huge where they put the three runs on the board. And then you get to the end, and it's Landon Sims, and he shuts the door. And you had the uncharacteristic four errors in the game for Notre Dame. So let's start with game one. What stood out to you on Saturday in game
18: one? Well, there was a few things. I mean, just the back and forth component of it. You know, when they're at home, that I mean, State's never out of it. Um, but a lot of times, the other side can get out of it when when the crowd gets back in it. Notre Dame had the lead, and then you know, State comes back and jumps them, and Rowdy hits the home run, or Tanner—I don't remember who it was that hit it that night. They're both going together, but um, then the place is back in, and then obviously the Tanner home run changes it. But one of the things that impressed me was the way that Notre Dame took the punches because they took the punches and, and, and they were punching back. And, and I think that's always the question with teams that aren't used to playing in environments like that. And most aren't is how do you react to it? The first time the surprise was the errors, and Notre Dame plays on turf the whole year. And especially this time of year, when you get out of the South, a lot of those fields are hard because it's hot and it's drying them out. Uh, and I think that probably affected them a little bit day one, because it is a very sure-handed defense, um, So I think it was those two things combined. But I will say, I thought Notre Dame's defense looked more what we thought we would see yesterday. Yesterday they were solid.
2: What about game two? Um, Just a a lot of offense from Notre Dame. Uh, McLeod was okay, but but just kind of okay. Was that was that the real version of Notre Dame yesterday?
18: I think so. I mean, listen, they swung it both days. I mean, they, they put eight on the board day one, and most of the time, day one of a super, if you're scoring eight, you're probably going to win the baseball game. And State just had too much offense for them. But it was more the same yesterday. I think, you know, first pitch of the game, Rowdy Jordan hits a triple to right center field. The place is going nuts. Second pitch of the game, Tanner Allen hits a sack fly, and you're kind of going, okay, here we go. Um, and then Aiden Tyrell flipped the script on him. And I think that was the biggest thing. You know, he's not a big swing and miss guy, he hasn't been all year. But in the spot that he needed, he punched out two in the second, and then Forsyth gets on to start the third. And now you're flipping this order over. And one, two, three, which is where state, if, they, if they're going to get you, a lot of times that's where they're going to get you. And he goes, punch out, punch out, punch out, the third to get out of it. And that set a pretty good tone right there. Um, and the kid pitched him in the eighth inning, and he only pitched into the eighth inning once in his entire, well, this entire season, I think his entire collegiate career. So, yeah, I think it was the type of game that Notre Dame needs to have played if they're going to win, which is um, defensively they've, they've got to be there. And it's an offense that's got some length now. I mean, Cavadas is what everybody was talking about, but they've hit 19 home runs in five postseason games. That That is a loud number. Yeah, no doubt. If you were Chris Lamonis, who would you send out on the mound
2: to start things tonight?
18: Well, it sounds like it's going to be Houston Harding. Uh, okay. And I think given, given recent, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, State has the advantage in the bullpen. They just do. They, they And really, it's almost every weekend State's going to have the advantage in the bullpen. So, you know, I think if if Harding's going, you let him go for a while because if you can shorten the back end and, and maximize the time, Sims is going to be in the game. I think that's that's clearly a positive for Mississippi State. But, yeah, Harding feels like the the right guy in this situation, but you know that – if you're Mississippi State man, you got a lot of bullets back behind him and, and i this is a game winner take all tomorrow doesn't matter I mean all the cliches that you want to use um to where you your the, the leash is is short on both sides because um you, you cannot take the chance of falling behind too much too early
2: so you talked about the atmosphere and the question as to whether or not it was going to be too big is there a point and I think I know the answer to this. There are teams that kind of wilt under the pressure of a big game environment. We've seen it happen in Baton Rouge a million times through the years. We've seen it happen in Starkville. Are there some teams, though, that can kind of capitalize on just the energy in the ballpark, even if it's not necessarily for them, and kind of rise to the occasion? I mean, are, are you seeing that with Notre Dame?
18: Yeah, I mean, usually either it's it's just a unique group of personalities. Um, I used to love getting booed. That was great. I mean, it didn't happen very much on the West Coast, but when you get in environments (laughs) like that, it's awesome Um, because they care, and and you want to be in environments to where everybody cares. But I I think the other thing when you look at Notre Dame and maybe a reason why they've been able to withstand it so far is they're experienced. I mean, they may not be experienced in settings like that, but just as far as games played and guys that have been around, they don't start a freshman Um, offensively, at least they haven't. And so I think there is an innate advantage to that. I think the other advantage is, Link Jarrett, um, has been in environments like that as a player before. And and so I think Scotty Wingo's been in environments like that as their volunteer. Um, I think you can better prepare teams for it when you, as a, if you're a coach, you as a player had been in it. But you can't, I mean, nothing is, is more important for me than experience in those cases. And it doesn't need to be in that spot, but just guys that have been around for a while, because I think they're less prone to get wrapped up in the things around them.
2: Switch gears just for a second. Um, Arizona, pretty good offensively, don't you think? <laughs>
18: yeah, you know, and, and I mean they're good, kind of a, KP. They're really good. No, they're they're outstanding, and and they're they always playing an offensive ballpark, and so you're always you're going to see a ton of doubles and triples from from Arizona every year. But I think that the country saw just what that lineup can do. And this happens this time of year. It was interesting. We we were talking about Notre Dame this way to where, if you asked me two weeks ago, like, tell me what type of team Notre Dame is. It's, okay, they're going to pitch the contact. They don't have as much swing and miss as a lot of other teams. They're going to really defend. Um, and offensively, they're they're deep, but home runs aren't necessarily going to beat you. And then they do what they've done the last five games. Some of it, when you get to this time of year, is we as a, that, you know, are are following, a lot of the SEC during the course of the season is yeah. these other teams we haven't seen that much of, and you don't see teams on the West Coast. Stanford is really offensive. Nobody goes in to Lubbock and does what they did. Nobody—I don't think anybody's ever beat Texas Tech in a home Super before, and yeah. they went in and smacked them. And and obviously Arizona's offense showed up again yesterday, and it's an offense that's been there the whole year. So, in many cases, when you look around the country. Offense has been back this year. And offense has been more, I would say, um, of the story in the postseason than it feels like it has been in years past.
2: Give me a thought on, on Fayetteville yesterday uh, and, and what NC State was able to pull off. Because it, it felt basically impossible after what we saw on Friday.
18: Yeah. I think, I mean, not to be the... I don't know, the guy that tries to make the most out of of something or say it's never happened, but it's it It's up there with as impressive of performances in supers, especially after day one, that I've seen. I mean, Santa Barbara knocking Louisville off whatever it was five years ago, that's up there. You didn't see it coming. Now, if you looked at NC State, I think they had won, I don't know what it was, 17 to 21 coming in, and second half of the season they were outstanding. That offense, which... I mean, you you saw if you had seen him coming in, but you didn't know how to be in that environment. But the guy that they beat had the most impressive collegiate pitching season that I've ever seen. Um, And, you know, was he in there too long? Probably, but he he was the guy the whole year Um, for all of those reasons and in that environment. And Arkansas comes back and ties it. Um, what NC State did, and I think a lot of it goes to Elliott. I mean, Elliott Avan is is such an enjoyable guy to be around, and I think he keeps things in perspective as well as any coach that I've been around. I um, mean, after the first game, I, I think there's a lot of teams that would have folded, and I would assume that his approach was to kind of just brush it off your shoulder, boys. They got yeah. to beat us twice, and they haven't done it yet, and they came back and pulled it off.
2: Yeah, certainly impressive. Hey, biggest crowd of the uh, season on TV tonight, maybe in person as well, so don't mess up. We'll be watching.
18: (laughs) I always appreciate the confidence. Thank you. Thanks, KP. See you, man. Bye, buddy. See you.
2: Kyle Peterson on the uh, Farm Bureau phone line. We'll be right back.
9: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 93. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 69. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 91. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
24: This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated, Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 40 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military seniors and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings. Go to ccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule.
15: Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile.
25: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi.
17: Mississippi will receive $55 million from a settlement with the nation's largest Medicaid managed care organization. After an investigation into claims that Centene's pharmacy benefit managers were inflating their bills, the company did agree to pay out the settlement while continuing to deny any liability. Led by the Mississippi State Auditor and Attorney General's offices, the investigation led to a settlement that also calls for increased levels of transparency from Centene moving forward. And a murder suspect from Moss Point is now in custody following a five-hour standoff in New Orleans on Friday. Anthony Rashawn Hunt barricaded himself in a hotel room, then made threats to hurt himself. It's believed that a gunshot came from Hunt's third-floor
7: room, but he eventually surrendered without incident. He was wanted in Jackson County on a
19: felony murder warrant and in Alabama for federal supervised release violations.
1: He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo,
12: every single morning from 6 till 9.
1: Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. More Sports Talk Mississippi.
7: You ready, guys?
1: On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: I can't prove this, but I really hadn't thought about it until what I said at the end there with Kyle Peterson. This college baseball game tonight in Starkville, first pitch at 6 o'clock on ESPN2, with a trip to the College World Series hanging in the balance between Mississippi State and Notre Dame, will likely be the most watched college baseball season of the entire season so far. Probably surpassed by... At least a couple of games
4: at the College World Series. Yeah. Oh, you're talking television viewership. When you asked him, I thought you meant attendance, and I was like, "Uh." You're, you're. No, no, no. No, I was about television. Yeah, because what are I mean, they competing against tonight? I assume there's uh, it's be an basketball NBA playoff and, game, right? and hockey yeah. playoffs, but. Baseball, but.
5: But in terms of, of I mean, you got ESPN 2 primetime position. No, No college baseball game has had that this year, have they?
2: Um yeah, there might have been a couple along the way. Seems like Arkansas, Florida, maybe have have a couple they of would have games been on, there.
5: They would have been on Fridays or Saturdays, you know, not great television watching nights. Monday night, a little different. Everybody's sitting at home.
2: Yeah, T TNT, and uh TNT's got the seventy sixers and the Hawks at six thirty, and T and T's got Utah and the Clippers at nine.
4: I mean I mean you
2: know, obviously But you're not
4: going up against Monday night football. No, in right. baseball is kind of a niche sport anyway. The people that are watching the yeah. NBA games tonight are never going to watch the college baseball game tonight, even if there's no NBA to watch it. Not.
2: Are there a million viewers for Mississippi State Notre Dame tonight? Zero percent chance that happens.
5: Nah, it seems like a lot, doesn't it?
2: You don't think?
4: Nah. It just seems like a lot. I could be wrong. There are college football games on ESPN that don't get a million people. Okay. So we won't ever get an actual number? Probably not. Probably not. Um, I mean, the College World Series games do like a million two, right. and that, that's the championship <laughs> series. I mean, it, it's. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked though if you're pushing three, four hundred thousand. That's a, That's a huge number for college baseball.
20: Yeah.
5: Yeah. State's lineup is out for tonight. By the way, uh, it is. Yes, Eastern thank Harding. you. Let's do it. Houston Harding is going to get the start for Mississippi State. The left-hander uh, will come off the. Uh, we'll have the uh, the ball to start the game. Same batting order as it's been all weekend long. Rowdy Jordan in center, Tanner Allen in right, Cam James at third, Luke Hancock at first, Logan Tanner behind the plate, Scotty DeBrule's at second, Brad Cumbus is in left. The DH is Kellum Clark, and Lane Forsythe will be at short for the Bulldogs batting night.
2: And that's what that's same lineup that State's been using. Yeah, same lineup all weekend.
5: Yeah. So, I guess you know if you said draw it up for Chris Lemonis, you'd get five, four or five out of Harding, an inning out of somebody. It doesn't matter who it is. And then, can you turn it over to Sims in the seventh? With the Ooh, lead? you're going to ask him for three innings. You're hopefully just asking for two. Yeah. I, I yeah, but, but I don't know. I mean, he, I think he could go three. I, I don't. I don't look at at innings. I look at pitches. I, I, is he good? For, is he good for forty to fifty pitches?
2: And I think he would be. So that might. I mean, they could bring him in. Hey, in what's the crowd going to be tonight? So fourteen three eighty five on Saturday and thirteen seven yesterday. Yeah, I know some folks that had to you know give up the ghost and go
5: on home, and I do know some folks who said I'm coming home, but I'm going back. I I, I think it'll be between. Eleven and twelve, if I had to guess.
2: So you don't think this is another thirteen night? I mean, I just—it's Monday night. It just tickets it feels are like still that,
5: available
4: through
2: the yeah. school.
5: So I, I thought I don't think it'll be the the, the mass hysteria it was on uh,
2: on Saturday, but I do think it'll be a good crowd. I heard some stories from Saturday that like it was spectacular and it was a complete zoo. But of the thirteen thousand or fourteen thousand three hundred eighty five that were there, like. Probably only twelve or so thousand of them could actually see the field.
5: <laughs> oh, and that might be generous to be totally honest. I mean, the the berms are so, they're nice during the midweeks and they're nice on some of these weekends. But then you go to these games on the on like this, and if one person stands up, the whole berm is standing up. And man, you just they're just packed in there like sardines.
2: It's a really cool environment. Oh yeah, it's fun. Did, was there a different buzz? Did it feel different when you walked in the stadium Saturday, Sunday? Um, no.
5: I mean, but I've been there before. You know, I've been to these games before. I mean, so I've experienced that. You know, even in the old stadium, the the, the buzz is sort of the same uh, as it was two years ago when Stanford was there and on the elimination or on game two and. You know, even Super Bowl Weekend—that Saturday, you know, game that State lost—it was great atmosphere, great buzz for that game. So it didn't—it didn't feel very different, but it, it's definitely—it's definitely big game atmosphere. You can—you can tell.
4: Joey you can't on Madison. though, because no, no. they have the two guys in their. Well, isn't Dave Neal in his garage? Isn't that what he said? I don't know where he's got his home studio set up. I think—I think he's referenced his garage multiple times. But that go-ahead home run on Saturday. If you just close your eyes and listen, you'd have thought there was a thousand people there. Can't stand it. I mean, you should have Dave Neal having to yell over people in that moment. And instead, it, you know, whatever. Do you, uh, do you see how state has counteracted
5: the arrival of Notre Dame and the church this week? Did you see what happened today? No. My, Mike Leach had Jesus on campus. He had Sorry, Jim Caviezel. What? He had Jim Caviezel, the actor who played Jesus in the Passion of the Christ, visiting campus today. They took a picture
2: together. Oh, Borky, weren't you telling me about him earlier? Yeah, he's got some interesting beliefs. If you Google him, he does. Well, you know. <laughs> so does
4: Mike Leach. If you Google him, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also had a pretty sweet utility belt on there with like he a little did pouch water and stuff.
5: I had a great joke about the that on Twitter, pack, I mean, wasn't it? I'm not sure if I can bring it to radio, but I thought it was really funny on Twitter. Mm.
2: Uh, let's see. Actually, an and Madison job in it. that movie, though. By the way,
6: yeah. Oh yeah, oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Madison, what is the mark tonight in runs that State will need to win? The seven win it. I think.
4: Over under seven down. and a half.
5: I mean, Notre Dame has scored eight and nine.
4: Yes, 17 runs in
5: two games. So maybe eight and a half?
2: I was just looking to see if the uh, Pearl River Resort app had this game on it tonight. I uh, feel confident that it does. I just got to get there. College baseball. There we go. Notre Dame, Mississippi State. The Bulldogs on the run line are minus one and a half. They are a, wait, oh, I'm sorry, minus one and a half, which is plus 130 in terms of betting. So if you take Mississippi State to cover a one and a half run line differential, a $100 bet would net you $130. If you take Notre Dame plus the one and a half, that is um a minus one sixty. The total twelve and a half. It's kind of right that. there in line. I mean, that's like a seven to you know, seven six hits the over. Now yeah. that I'm that's saying this goes a little the, low though.
4: Yeah, go to the casino and bet the under, but I feel like the over is you can smash that mm. tonight.
5: Yeah, it's seventeen in the first first game. Yeah, ten last night with state not doing anything. I mean, if state just gets, you know, four runs; they still lose big. But you you would cover. I, I would take the over.
2: Mississippi State, the betting line favorite, but not by a lot. On the money line, Mississippi State is minus one twenty. You want Notre Dame on the money line just to win outright? It's minus one ten. These are really really close. The unders, minus 105. The over, minus 125. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Thanks to our friends at Pearl River Resort and the sportsbook at Time Out Lounge. That app is awesome. Wish you could use it from your house, though. Like we could do the geo-fencing for the entire state of Mississippi and uh, you could uh, could go about that if you were uh, so inclined. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at Supertalk FM. Hey, now, give me a key tonight for Mississippi State. They they can't put people on for free. You no know, walks and
5: errors is what that's what killed them last night. They they, they you know if, if Notre Dame gets hits and and beats you hitting the baseball, then that's just that's just too much. But if you're giving them free passes. If you're going to hit a batter, and if your defense is going to let you down again, they're just not going to win. So they, they have to play much cleaner when they are uh, in the field than they
2: did last night. Porky, it does not appear that you have been canceled for your Twitter poll today. No, it's uh, the response has been okay,
4: although one guy's having fun with me. But... Uh... The poll is quite simply, what's your confidence level tonight in the game for state fans? Full? Like a, we got this, we're winning, no doubt. Cautiously optimistic, a little worried and terrified. And it's 14-30, 31-26. So, 704
2: votes in the last uh, hour and a half. A lot of mixed feelings out there today. full confidence, we got it. 30% cautiously optimistic. 31% little worried, 25% of you terrified. You can vote at Sports Talk M-I-S-S on Twitter.
7: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon on 209 Woodgate Drive, Cross Gates. Call 601 605 4443 for all your glass needs. Significant delays happening in Hines County, I 20 eastbound, just past the Terry Road exit, exit 43. That right lane is blocked. Please consider using another route. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you, proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601 353 5217.
22: too far to visit give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions thank you for shopping local and supporting a mississippi owned business
23: summer's here are you ready for a vacation how about a vacation from your car payment 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795 at 19 down. 319 percent for 84 months. It details with approved credit.
15: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
1: Here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. <laughs> Super Talk Hooray! Mississippi.
11: You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. You must have lived as a man insane. You broke my wings. What about a threat. Goodness, you're registered, balls of fire. Yeah. I let it love all the thought it was funny. You came along and you move now, honey. I changed my mind, looking fine. Goodness greatness, whipping balls of fire. Winning. Winning. Balls of
2: fire. Yeah. Back. back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at Supertalk.fm. Oh, me, Our nation will crown a national champion this week. You like Did you know that? Simone Biles won her seventh. I don't think that's what you're uh, talking about, though. Yeah, she's good. No, I was, I was talking about at Tory Pines. Hey, Dad. Hey, open it's open week. It's U.S. Open week. Yay. All right. Hey, Dad. Where are they playing?
5: It's, it's on the uh, West Coast, right? Are they, they're it not is? at Pebble Beach, are
4: they? No.
2: But hold on a second. Hold on a second. I just literally said the name <laughs> of the course.
5: You could have, sure. As as you I literally said golf, just said the name of the course. The internal volume turns down when you hear when I hear golf.
2: What <sighs> where is it? Tory pines? Tory pines. Yes, yeah. Who was the last golfer to win a major championship at Tory Pines? Not Rocco Mediate.
5: Not, not not definitely not. Um let's go
2: with uh Jim Furyk. Hold on, hold on. He just gave you a massive clue. Is it tiger? And you didn't even know it was a massive clue. Was it Tiger? Because that Rocco one? Mediate was unbelievably close to winning a major at Torrey Pines. Was it Tiger? Yes. Yeah, was that, that the, was a crazy he had the
4: comeback on a broken leg and the torn ACL and all kinds of stuff. What right? year was that? Oh eight. Okay. There Maybe
2: you that go. was the first indication you could perform well on a torn ACL. Yeah.
4: We've gotten a couple of messages. People putting their tinfoil hat on and thinking that he actually doesn't have a torn ACL and everybody's blowing it out of proportion for the storyline. I want for a day to live in that world where everything is a conspiracy, where like the easy answer is no, this kid's just playing baseball. He can barely run. He's got a massive brace on his knee. There was another guy, I didn't know this, in the NCAA tournament, I forget what team he played for, who was also playing on a torn ACL and he and Elko talked before the tournament, before regionals began. So there's another baseball player that that's doing it. I mean, it's not like it's entirely uncommon and no, it's well, it's, just, it's still pretty uncommon. Oh, it and
2: is. Look, I mean, I'll tell you something. So Tim Elko is the one that deserves all the credit in the world for playing on that. But doesn't his orthopedic surgeon Dr. Curry Luber deserve a little bit of credit for like walking him through this process, doing the initial treatment stuff and figuring out how they were going to go yeah. about it and having to have the conversations with his family and coaches and trainers and everything. It's, it's unbelievable no, what Richard, they went it's a through. Conspiracy. It's un- I'm telling you what they went through behind the scenes. He's wearing a brace to fake it. Okay. It's, 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 it's all not about- hurt.
5: It's all it's all professional wrestling, man. It's all a work. It's we're, a work we're, we're for headlines. Rolling. We're working behind the scenes here. Richard yeah. is like uh Rick, Richard is like Triple H. How am I triple H? Am I like the promoter? You're you're the one telling the story here for us. You know, you're the one, oh, yeah, he's really hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, man. yeah. Saw so it must look I told I spoke with the doctors.
2: Well, then we should all congratulate Tim Elko. And, and I mean, like not even being a little. He never has to play baseball a day again in his life because he's going to make more money acting than any other modern professional actor that's out there. <laughs> did you see that turn going from first to second on the double late in the game yesterday? What a cool moment that was for him. Also, that's what DeMilco it looked like. Not I was running.
5: I'm fully healthy.
4: Yeah, you know what's embarrassing? Like I, I run four or five times a week. Tim Elko could outrun me.
5: Right I would. Now. <laughs> I would make that same ninety degree. I got to <laughs> hit the base and immediately my whole body has to turn. I can't just pivot. That's how it would look if I was out there.
2: Speaking of, did we know that Jordan Ta'amu played his last year of football at Ole Miss without an ACL? Without one?
4: Like it was Corned taken away. Without. From it? It? Oh. <laughs> they went into in the night,
5: He and just <laughs> took, took it him. out.
2: He, he's, he's pulling a Nico Whitley. <laughs> I feel like that story never really saw the light of day. No, it didn't. Well, same thing with Whitley.
5: He played his whole senior year. No yeah. ACL. Found out after the Egg Bowl. Oh, yeah. He told the team, it's like, I, I'll put off surgery. So you can do it. You can go out there on a, on a torn ACL and still do things if you, if you...
2: Or a it's, bad it's enough mamma jamma human. to do it. I mean, yeah. it, it's superhuman stuff. Um, But... For my ACL, the, I wouldn't be able to do this show from this chair for a week at least. Yeah. So, yeah, the uh, the doctors behind the scenes and the training staff behind the scenes that don't really get any of the credit, and that's... Like, Curry Luber and Josh Porter, the trainer, and Marshall Crowther, the team doctor. Uh, those guys, t- tip of the cap for uh, for what they helped pull off. With uh, no, They certainly didn't get the same fanfare that Tim Elko did for hitting six bombs with a torn ACL. Meanwhile, I stepped on one of my kids' trucks the other
4: night. I'm still on the disabled list, so... Mm-hmm.
2: Note to My self:
4: Not today. Borky's
2: first time on the disabled list. He's used to it. Hey, I come back every time. You got a pretty good run going lately, though. Yes, You're like injury free for about six months. And I'm down ten. Why pounds, would you jinx him like that? Good.
5: And yeah, I'm going to. Why get would hurt you jinx him now? He,
2: you.
4: He's
5: going to walk out the
2: door and get hit by a car. Sports dog Mississippi five o'clock hours next.
1: You're listening to the man, Jackson, State Talk Mississippi. World, powered by your professionals at, at
13: 601 Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. After the NATO summit in Brussels today, President Biden said he's going to make it clear to Russian President Vladimir Putin this week that there are areas the White House and Kremlin can cooperate if he chooses.
1: If he chooses not to cooperate and acts... In a way that he has in the past relative to cybersecurity and some other activities, then we will respond. We are responding kind.
13: The president scheduled to meet with Putin in Geneva on Wednesday. President Biden today also urging more Americans to get vaccinated against COVID-19.
1: We have plenty vaccinations, plenty of sites. The
13: CDC reports just over 52% of Americans have gotten at least one vaccine dose as the administration pushes to hit 70% by the 4th of July. America's listening to Fox News.
12: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030.
19: This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's
13: Steakhouse. East County Live. Road in Ridgeland 601-956-1030.
0: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy
17: your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. Steven Gagliano, and you're listening to Talk Mississippi News. COVID-19 variants continue to emerge, but what causes the virus to evolve? State epidemiologist, Dr. Paul Byers, explains. It's modifying all the time,
21: but one of the things that really leads to and enhances those changes is when you have a lot of people who are getting infected. That gives a lot more opportunity for that virus to propagate and mutate and change and become and emerge as a variant strain that has those qualities that can make it more infectious, lead to a more severe
17: infection. Six variants have now been identified in Mississippi, the most prominent of which, with 628 cases, is the U.K. variant, which is now called the Alpha variant. And with the state seeing heat index readings up to 110 degrees today, always keep in mind that you should never leave children or pets unattended in vehicles. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
0: The challenging times of the past year have been tough on businesses. That's just one reason to let the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services be a resource for you. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of MDRS. We help businesses find great employees and assist with things like salary, insurance, and training. Give our Office of Business Development a call today to explore this rewarding opportunity. 1-800-443-1000. That's 1-800-443-1000.
17: The payout of the federal pandemic-related unemployment benefits came to an end in Mississippi on Saturday. Pat Fontaine, Executive Director of the Mississippi Hospitality and Restaurant Association says the labor force has been in crisis mode.
8: Many of our members are operating back of house at 50% of their normal staffing levels and yet they're achieving sales levels that were pre-pandemic. They're working a lot harder a lot of overtime. As a result, many members have cut back on their hours of operation. They're closing one day a week that they normally would be open just to give their staff a needed break.
17: Mississippi was among the first states to announce that it would pull out of the federal program last month. And the child tax credit will now be mailed monthly instead of one lump sum. It has also increased and will apply to a larger age group of children. The monthly payments will begin in July. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
19: Jake Mangum here.
1: Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi.
2: With you, Sports Talk Mississippi. Thanks for being with us. Can you make it another hour, Bulldog fans? About an hour until first pitch, game three of the Starkville Super Regional at the Dude in Starkville. Stakes are reasonably high as well. You know, Winner is going to play in the College World Series. Loser gets to uh, go get ready for summer ball, or vacation, or summer school, or whatever. I did have a really
4: funny joke on Saturday, though. I was really proud of it. Okay. So when Notre Dame was booting the ball all around the infield to the tune of four errors, which, I mean, Mississippi State capitalized, but Notre Dame's mistakes in the field kind of led, at least opened the door for Mississippi State to step through. Anyway, bad defensive day for Notre Dame. I said, Notre Dame... Playing bad defense against an SEC team is usually something you see in January. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Nailed it. Pretty good stuff there. Offensively, though, they're really, 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 really good. So, not like yeah, open, what you see
6: in January.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being with us. You want to be part of the conversation? Ceasefire text line is the best way to go about that they got tons going on at C Spire. By the way, you should do yourself a, uh, a favor and just check out their website from time to time. If you don't do it on a regular basis already, if you are a C Spire customer, you probably pay your bill online. But uh, you can always find the latest offers online at cspire.com. They lay out their wireless plans. They are simple. They are easy. There's not a lot of fine print. That's why they tell you all the time that there is no bull with the wireless plans from C Spire. You just get the real deal. Unlimited, $45 a month with auto pay. That gives you 25 gigs of ultra-high-speed data. Unlimited talk, text, pictures, and basic data. 5-gig access at no extra cost. And you can add an additional line for just $35 a month. Check them out online, cspire.com. Let's step away from the baseball conversation for about 10 minutes. As we go down the road of the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to BuyFordNow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built for Tough. That includes the 2021 F-150, newly redesigned and absolutely spectacular. It is built to get the job done. Test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. So I know you guys on Friday talked about some uh about Lane Kiffin's reaction to the expanded playoff, which was generally positive, right?
4: Yeah, it was basically um we have a chance, it expands the access, so I'm pretty happy. He's not when he's not being funny, not a great quote. <laughs> You, you, you like Twitter Kiffin better than real-life Kiffin? Twitter Kiffin is uh, it's different. But, yeah, I mean, basically he kind of said what we were all thinking, that it gives programs like his, and Hayden and I both figured that Mike Leach probably has the identical sentiment, that it gives programs like the ones here a realistic shot.
20: Yeah.
2: Um, How about some thoughts from Kirby Smart? And from Ed Ogeron, Kirby Smart was on with Marty and McGee on Saturday, and he said most changes have been relatively small. With the potential of what's been proposed, it's probably the greatest change there has been in terms of major college football. Now, when he says greatest, does he mean greatest as in best or greatest as in largest?
4: Greatest on scale. At least that's how it reads to me.
2: Ed Ogeron called expansion inevitable and said that he's fine with a change that helps the Tigers reach the playoff. He said this, quote, I think it's coming. Here's what I've learned. As the older you get, you have to adapt. This game is changing. Recruiting changing. Things are changing fast. We have to adapt. Hey, they expand it, That's good. It gives a chance to get in. All right. A lot of words. Yeah, didn't say a whole lot.
4: Uh, Smart's next quote, and then Chadwell's uh, at the bottom of this that, that I put in there. That Chadwell's quote, especially, but I think Smart nailed it. And and Jamie Chadwell, if you guys aren't familiar with the name, he's at Coastal Carolina. Um, those hammer home why this was done, and I just I appreciate coaches speaking about it like this.
2: All right, here's Kirby Smart. I think a lot of this is going to boil down to strength of schedule. For a long time now, we've been trying to build up our future strength of schedule because it's not the losses that are going to kill you. It's not playing the best teams. We've tried to go out and schedule major Power Fives across our scheduling system all the way out with the hopes that this would give us the opportunity to go play some really good teams. And losses won't kill you when you start talking about Top 12. You've got to have a powerful schedule and go play good teams. You know what that means? That is, that's
4: from Kirby Smart. That means Georgia is going to continue to schedule games like the one they opened the season with. I like it. He's we all up, like it. Yeah, he's straight up saying we're more incentivized to go play more games like this because if we lose,
2: we can recover and still make the playoff. Yes. And And Jamie Chadwell, head coach of Coastal Carolina, one of last year's darlings, you've got an invitation to the dance now. You actually have an opportunity. I think that's what everybody's talking about, is no matter what type of season you had, it was very slim that you ever had an opportunity. Slim to none, and slim usually left the building. For now, you can see a pathway. We've got official visits going on this weekend, and I can look them in the face and say, if we can handle business, we have an opportunity to play for a national championship. You've never had the opportunity to say that before, and you can do that now. And so it gives you hope as Andy Dufresne says in Shawshank Redemption, hope is maybe the best of things. What a quote. Uh, Bonus points po- for working Shawshank into it.
5: Yeah, yeah. Normally I have another quote from Shawshank I like to use, but I can't say it on the air. Okay. The, uh, the, the fact of the matter is, though, the people who are against this expansion, you're just wrong. You're just wrong on this one. It, it, it not does it, it does not devalue the regular season. It enhances it by about ten times, it looks like. The, the, everybody is going to have a chance now to just handle your business. And if you go ten and two, you're going to have a great chance to be in. If you go nine and three, you have a chance to be in if you've got the right wins. So not only are we looking at every game mattering, but like Borky said a second ago, now teams are going to find their way to to, to schedule better opponents so we're getting better regular season matchups, and they know, hey, even if we lose this game,
4: we can still come back from it. So, they're, 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 I have yet to see a downside of this at all. Yeah, I saw uh, Booger McFarland on uh, on Get Up, and he was talking about how he hates it because they're not doing this for the kids, is what he kept saying, which I think is bizarre. Um, but he kept talking about how college football's regular season rewards excellence in this takes that away. You no longer have to be excellent anymore. And I I wanted to scream at the TV, somebody interrupt him and say, but Booger. Coastal Carolina was excellent last year. They were perfect. Cincinnati was excellent last year. They were perfect. And they didn't play for a championship. So you tell me why an expansion would not be for the kids when the kids did everything perfectly at Cincinnati and at Coastal and they were not allowed to play for their championship. You tell me that that is what's best for the kids when they do everything in their power. They do everything right and don't get to play for a championship. Tell me how that... I thought it was so bizarre, and then nobody interjects at all. And what's crazy is a television partner of the expanded playoff that's going to make a boatload of money has a guy up there going unchallenged about how, well, college football rewards excellence, and... Only excellent teams get in, and, and it's not for the kids.
2: Well, hey, we
5: have that. runner-ups getting in over conference champions. Yeah, in 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 the current system. So I mean, how does that? How is that a reward? You couldn't even win your conference, but you get to go play for a national title, whereas this other team that won its conference did everything it was supposed to do. They don't. So yeah, that that's it's just more typical ESPN embrace debate silliness. And from one of the guys who, you know, I like Booger McFarlane. He's a, he, I think he was good in his role back when he was on the the, uh, the SEC Network, but they've tried to turn him into something that he's not, which is a talking head. So.
2: Sure, there are other jokes there, but I'll just let those go for Never. now. What if they let him keep the Booger Mobile?
4: <laughs> it's a great point on the text line. One of you says a larger field will lead to more excellence as it requires the champion to win three or four top 12 games in a row. It's true. What's more excellent than that?
2: That's your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford tough. We will be right back.
7: Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon on 209 Woodgate Drive, Cross Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Prepare for a continued slowdown in Hines County, I 20. Eastbound, those two earlier accidents around the 43-mile marker have been cleared away. However, the congestion still remains. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you, proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
12: Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Mommy,
3: how would you like if I told you what Daddy wants for
22: Father's Day? Oh, honey, I know your Daddy liked the back of my hand. He wants fish and stuff. Daddy buys his own fishing stuff. All the stuff you get him, he takes back. What? He's been acting like he loves my fishing stuff.
20: Hey, it's in the past, Mommy, but he really wants tools from Ace Bolt and Screw. He loves that place.
1: Ace Bolt and Screw, for the stuff Dad loves. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, and right off I-55 in Gluckstadt.
0: Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com.
11: Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like... They're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake
22: Harbor Drive in Richland, 601 607 7876.
10: the new degree of comfort.
13: The Mississippi Health Care Alliance urges you to dial 911 at the onset of symptoms of a heart attack or stroke. The moment paramedics arrive, life-saving care begins. It's important to remember the first thing paramedics do is to take the time to stabilize the patient. Vital information is relayed to the appropriate hospital so that heart attack or stroke teams will be ready when the patient arrives. Every second counts, dial 911. Don't drive, let them come to you.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to one, here on Super Talk Mississippi yourself sports talk mississippi covering your mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on super talk mississippi
2: here's something you don't see very often Kudos to Michael Borkey for finding this. This was from last week. Chase Goodbread on Twitter tweets, NCAA President Mark Emmert asks for five key elements in federal NIL law. Number one, uniform national model. Number two, support of Title IX. Number three, preemption of state laws. Number four, maintain athletes' non-employment status. And Number five, limited safe harbor protection from litigation for schools. Jay Billis responds to this tweet, quote tweets it, with, notice that Emmert didn't ask for limits on what coaches and administrators can make. Nor did he ask for guardrails on the NCAA and selling athletes for billions. He just asked for help in limiting what athletes can be allowed. Here's the part you don't see very often sitting athletic director Hunter Urechek, he's the AD at Arkansas, responds to Jay Billis by saying, he also did not recommend limits on the salaries of men's college basketball television analysts, but why let the hypocritical fact of your salary received from profits made within the current collegiate model interfere with your narrative? Now, I'm not sure that what Hunter Juracek pointed out there, actually I am, what Hunter Juracek pointed out is not apples to apples. Nope. It's not even close to apples and apples. But it was interesting to me that Hunter Juracek, who is the AD of a school that values basketball very much and has a membership in a conference that has a massive financial relationship with ESPN <laughs> would so very publicly go after Jay Billis. It just says to me that Hunter check and probably lots of others are tired of Jay Billis' constant berating of the NCAA. Do you take anything else from that? Um, I, I mean... It- the internet went wild with this. Oh,
4: wow, go off, look at him, yeah, what a clapback, all that stuff, the stupid internet things. Um, how is Jay Billis a hypocrite, exactly? Yes, he does make a lot of money. Doing a very good job at analyzing college sports. He makes money as a direct relate with as a direct relationship with college sports, unpaid athletes if you want to call them that. But he is an advocate for them getting name image and likeness rights he always has been. So how exactly is he a hypocrite when he wants the players to have the same advantage that he has? No, the the hypocrite would be those kids shouldn't get paid, but I should get paid to talk about those kids. That's a hypocrite. And Hunter Yerichek, by the way, makes three million dollars a year. Hey, so I, I've just—I did Does not he really. Know, yes, isn't that crazy? According to Google. Okay. No, I'm sorry, wrong article. That's uh, Hunter Yerichek announcing a coach's salary. He makes over okay. a million bucks a year. Yeah. Um, but. I just—I didn't understand this reaction. How is Jay Billis a hypocrite? H- how? And if you're Hunter Yerachek, shouldn't you? I guess it doesn't really matter what you tweet, but shouldn't you be on the side of athletes getting NIL rights, considering what is happening around the country? I mean, shouldn't you either get on this train or get left behind? I just I couldn't imagine if Keith Carter or John Cohen tweeted something like that, I would sit here and call it a bad move because it's a recruiting edge if you've got it. And out here calling out analysts who are on the athlete side can't be good for you.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of thought it was odd. I don't know if odd is the right word or not. I just thought it was it's not something you see. Like, Jay Billis is pretty liked by, I think, most people in the college basketball world, but maybe his shtick has uh, has worn a little thin. Let's go to the ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. 601 no, you guys probably already discussed the Arizona offense, but man, they were good. This is from Bowen Brandon. He says, Kumar Rocker versus the Arizona lineup will be must-see TV in Omaha. I agree.
5: Yeah, that'd be a good game.
2: I do think that there's something that You might be able to take away from Game 2 between Ole Miss and LSU. Doug uh, Nikhazy, really good breaking ball. And that's where he had his most success. And he's coming at him from the left side. That's a fairly left-handed lineup. Fairly heavy left-handed lineup. Kumar Rocker coming at you to the left side. Fastball mid-90s and just a Elite slider when it's on. That may be a tough matchup for, for Arizona as well. But man, those guys can hit. And remember when we were talking last week about how from like a home run hitting standpoint, they were just average, only like mid-60s? They led the country in doubles, or were second in the country in doubles and led the country in triples. They didn't have any trouble driving it out of the yard this past weekend. You, you never would have guessed that by
5: watching those three games, that you would have thought they were one of the best home run hitting teams in the country. Whew.
2: Robin Hattiesburg says, Rocker's strike zone is larger than anyone else's. Maybe. Make it a little bit of a reputation strike zone. A little bit. He and Leiter were both really, really good. We get a message. Any chance or talk of LSU bringing back Andy Canizero? None. I mean, what? No. It, we've been at that a lot lately.
5: Come, come on, y'all. Come on. Uh, I know
2: y'all although, are smart this. Come on. Uh, was it Kendall that pointed out last week that he thought this was the cycle where perhaps Andy Canizero would get back into the college coaching assistant ranks? Sure. Yeah. Sure or maybe even as a head coach at Eastern Kentucky or
5: you know or rider or something like that. But no,
19: LSU. Come on.
4: I mean they Come on y'all. They they can't. Which is why well, I was surprised they went down the the road with the former Oregon State coach. I mean uh, Well not why even, they would even not go even. down that road is fascinating. And not even
5: that. I mean, we're just talking about a guy who had a season as as a head coach at Mississippi State. They're not hiring that guy to coach LSU, regardless of the personal behavior. Yeah. This is LSU. They're gonna go get a coach, and a guy his, who's been there and done that.
4: His one
2: season, his assistant took the team to Omaha.
5: Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on,
4: y'all.
2: I know we all are smarter than this. All right, hey dad. I see you unplugging your computer and wrapping up cords. I know you're about to head to the ballpark. So we got uh, no, two and about. a half minutes left before we go to the break. Yeah. Give me some final thoughts before you head over to uh, Duty Noble for Game Three between Notre Dame and Mississippi State. I definitely think what I said
5: in the, in the second hour it holds. That State has to play clean, has to avoid errors, can't give up a lot of walks, um, and then offensively they have to take advantage. You know of of facing a pitcher who's not throwing 95-96. This is not going to be a strikeout kind of game for Mississippi State, so they've got to put the ball in play. Notre Dame's defense is good, but if you keep putting the ball in play, eventually some are going to drop. And then, you know, my concern is, and this is why I think Notre Dame is going to win, I think Notre Dame is going to win because the reason I would pick Notre Dame is is sort of baseball reasons. They're a hot team right now. Defensively, they're very strong. State struggled with the left-hander last night. They could struggle again. For Mississippi State, it's more about – are Rowdy Jordan and Tanner Allen going to lose their last game at Duty Noble Field? I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I feel like the, the will to win of those guys is pretty great, but that's just an emotional thing. So it's, State has to play its best game of the season to win tonight. And if they do that, they'll play in the College World Series, and if they don't, season's over.
2: It's going to look the same, isn't it? Just completely packed house. Should be. Should be. I'll find
5: out. I, I, I assume I'll be a few minutes late for first pitch, even leaving this early. I'm sure traffic is,
2: is backed up, so we'll see. I would imagine so. Um, I said Kumar Rocker was left-handed. Did you? Why did I say that? That's not accurate. Yeah, that's not accurate. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for the correction on the C Spire text line. From Mike and Madison, yes, Kumar Rocker coming at you from the right side. Still a devastating breaking ball and a good hard fastball. But those dudes can hit. Steven asked the question, doesn't Vegas have state winning? I don't know what they're doing in Vegas, but I know at the Pearl River Resort, Mississippi State is a slight favorite. Slight favorite. First pitch, half an hour away. You want to watch it, it's on ESPN2. Hey, Dad's head to the ballpark. Borky and I will carry you the last half hour. This is Sports Talk Mississippi.
9: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 93. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 69. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 91. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 90 degrees.
10: This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28 point full service oil changes. Locally owned and operated. Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 44 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to cccjl.com. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the
15: Car Care Clinic for your automobile.
1: I've got to get that fixed. Uneven
22: driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821.
17: I'm Steven Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. COVID-19 variants continue to emerge, but what causes the virus to evolve? State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers explains. It's modifying all the time,
21: but one of the things that really leads to and enhances those changes is when you have a lot of people who are getting infected. That gives a lot more opportunity for that virus to propagate and mutate and change And become and emerge as a variant strain that has those qualities that can make it more infectious, lead to a more severe
17: infection. Six variants have now been identified in Mississippi. The most prominent of which, with 628 cases, is the UK variant, which is now called the Alpha variant. And with the state seeing heat index readings up to 110 degrees today, always keep in mind that you should never leave children or pets unattended in vehicles. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk, Mississippi News.
21: Join MEC members and state leaders at the 71st MEC Annual Meeting on Wednesday, June 16th at the Jackson Convention Complex. This in-person event will bring MEC members from across Mississippi together again to share in networking, an engaging morning session, and an exciting luncheon. Participants will hear from Governor Tate Reeves and other leaders discussing important topics affecting Mississippi businesses and citizens. Register today at MEC.MS.
1: Super Talk Mississippi. Check the side. Are you ready? Sports Talk Mississippi.
2: So bracket one is set in the College World Series. Vanderbilt and Arizona will play. So will Stanford and NC State. Bracket two is three quarters of the way set. Virginia will play Tennessee, and Texas will play the winner of tonight's game between Mississippi State and Notre Dame. Tennessee back in the College World Series the first time since two thousand what? Borky five? Has it been lost? No, first. For Super Regional since 05 and first time in the College World Series since 2000?
4: Tennessee, uh, they went in 01, 2005, and now 2021.
2: Okay, 05 is the last time they were there. Gotcha. It's been a while. For a program that got there with some level of regularity under Rod Monaco.
4: 95 2005.
2: Okay, that's three times in 15 years, 16 years under him. It was the in between that kind of got Rod Delmonico. They would get all the way there and then kind of like go down into a dip. Tony Vitalo is such an interesting case to me that his name is not buzzing with coaching openings. I think there are a couple of things that are going on there. One, Tennessee's about to pay him a bunch of money. And allegedly, they are going to do some big-time improvements to the ballpark, which are desperately needed. But the other piece of this is, Tony Vitello is abrasive. He is aggressive. I've had some people kind of tell me off the record that he's not the easiest guy to work with or work for. But man, his players play hard for him, don't they?
4: Yeah, they do. They seem to love him. Made yeah, have absolutely taken on
2: the personality of their coach. I wonder, I, I, Borky, I, there was there was somebody that's relatively close to him that said. Well, no, I don't want him to be my pastor, but I'm okay with him being my baseball coach. Take that for what it's worth. I mean, we do
4: put, we far too often put coaches up on a moral pedestal. And at the end of the day, we got to remember, all we know them for is because they coach a kid's game. And so if they're not, you know, just this superior moral person, that's okay. The problem is when they act like that, and behind the scenes, everybody knows they're not. That's where it becomes an issue.
2: Yeah. If you're a jerk, then be a jerk and just carry on being a jerk. Don't try to convince people that you're not a jerk, but win. And you'll be okay. Urban Meyer keeps getting jobs. Why do
4: you think that is?
2: Because he wins. I mean, Nick Saban has softened a lot. But Nick Saban has never suffered fools kindly. And here's the other thing. If you win enough, people will leave you alone and let you do your thing. Nick Saban just does his thing. He doesn't get told no. He stays out of trouble. And he wins games.
4: So why is he not higher on LSU's list? Why do Nick they... Saban <laughs>
2: Vitella. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah, I don't know. Nick Saban's retiring uh, unless... as the head coach at Alabama.
2: That's uh, unless there's stuff going on behind the scenes that, like, it's really being kept secret. But look, it, it feels like this search led by Scott Woodward is kind of out there for the public to see, unless he's running public smoke screens and getting the real work done behind the scenes, which is an interesting contrast to me compared to the way Greg Byrne has run coaching searches at Alabama. you remember what we talked about with Greg Byrne? What he said to the media when he was going out looking for a basketball coach? He said, these are the only public comments I'm going to make until we hire another coach. If you hear someone's name and it's not from me, Then you can assume that either that, that, that person has removed themselves from the search process. He doesn't do leaks on either side. Now, was the Pat Casey thing a strategic leak? I think probably so. There are some people that think that was leaked by LSU, there are others that think that it was leaked by Pat Casey. But he Regardless was of who it was leaked by, it was to gauge public reaction
4: did not go well. It
2: did not go well.
4: That's a big problem though that if that's how it went down, that there are there's somebody that's making a seven figure salary that thought that that could possibly go well. I mean clearly he interviewed for the job in Baton Rouge. It's nuts. This, it's an it's a fascinating deal. Especially as it pertains to... And, it, you know, I, I've had some people, or seen some people suggest that they didn't force out Pulmonary. If he had gone to Omaha last year, or, well, I guess last year didn't happen, but two years ago, if they were in Omaha and competed for a national championship, did he have to retire this year? Or did he retire this year? Because we we talked about think, this, I don't think people
2: made enough of the health stuff, and,
4: and that's real. But we talked during early in the season where there was talk out of LSU that if he doesn't win big right now, that it's going to be over for him.
2: I think people behind the scenes knew that Paul Bunari had already made that decision. Like, made that decision months ago. Even though they didn't make it official till the end of the road. Yeah, and you.
4: I, I don't like the retirement tour thing. Like, what Coach K is doing, I think that's kind of lame.
2: Yeah, well, maybe he needs rocking chairs. <laughs> and, like, stuff to put on the wall in his office going forward. Bowen Brandon says Who's on Ole Miss's radar? Should Bianco be offered and accept the LSU job?
4: It's. It's two phone calls, right? It's one to Louisville, Kentucky. And if that answer is no, it's Greenville, North Carolina, and that answer will be yes. I
2: was having this conversation with a friend today that we we were talking coaching search stuff, and I'll be honest, I'm not sure that anybody has a clear... Idea of this is going to happen or this isn't going to happen. I don't mind telling you how I feel about it. I hope Ole Miss is able to keep Mike Bianco. And I know I'm, there, there are a lot of people that listen to the show and have told us on the ceasefire text line that they feel absolutely the opposite. But if Mike Bianco. Is offered the LSU job after 21 years at Ole Miss, given what he's accomplished? I would frankly be surprised if he turned it down because it's the opportunity. I mean, how many people get the opportunity two decades into a highly successful career to kind of press the restart button? But do that while getting a raise and going into a place where your chances to be wildly successful are even better than you are right now. That did not happen a whole lot. Again, I, I, let me say the first part clear clearly. I hope Mike Bianco is the coach at Ole Miss next year. I remember what Ole Miss baseball was like pre-Mike Bianco. And there were some exciting moments, but there was no level of consistent success. Did not exist. Unless you want to go back to the 60s and 70s. Which I wasn't around for, despite Michael Borky thinking to the contrary. You weren't alive in the 60s? No, I was not. I wasn't even alive in the 70s, Borky. We were well into the year 1980 before I made my appearance. Not well. There's no way you were well into it. Into the year nineteen eighty, it was November of nineteen eighty. I mean, that's eleven months into the year. That's well into the year nineteen hundred and eighty. That was
4: Georgia's last national championship in football. Yes,
2: as well. it was. It was. Uh, so the po- I was going to the, the point that I was making. If you said beyond what Borky was pointing out with you know calls to Dan McDonald and Cliff Godwin, and I think those are pretty obvious. Hey Richard, who would you have on your list? Give me a list of five names. I think, this, um, I think Link Jarrett at Notre Dame is an intriguing name, although it's a small sample size. I think uh, Jim Penders at UConn has done a remarkable job there at a very difficult place to win. Hadn't really thought about it prior to this weekend, but I think what Jay Johnson, even though he has no ties to the South, has done at Arizona is really, really impressive. And just another, like, random off-the-radar name, Eric Bakich at Minnesota. I'm sorry, not Minnesota. And Michigan has done a great job. We'll be back.
7: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon on 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601 605 4443 for all your glass needs. Prepare for a continued slowdown in Hines County I-20. Eastbound, those two earlier accidents around the 43-mile marker have been cleared away. However, the congestion still remains. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you, proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601
19: 353 52
12: Madison Sellers proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports.
13: They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Sellers Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison
25: Station Shopping Center. UFOs are back, even if the military can't explain them. Now, Rob Schmidt takes a look at the big mystery in his series, UFOs, Are They Really Here?, airing all this week on Newsmax TV. Millions are watching Newsmax. It's on all major cable systems, and they're downloading the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. Get the latest on these strange UFOs and watch Rob Schmidt on Newsmax, the new network everyone is talking about.
22: solutions.
1: Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling.
15: 3, 2, 1.
1: Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Hypothetical road. We had a question a moment ago on the ceasefire text line that said if Mike Bianco was offered the job at LSU and if he accepted it, which are two big ifs, by the way, then what direction would Ole Miss go? And Borky pointed out that the first two calls would probably be to Dan McDonnell and Cliff Godwin. I was just trying to throw some names out there that aren't like necessarily the -the run-of-the-mill, oh, these are the coaching candidates, just some guys that are achieving at a high level nationally, beyond just kind of in the current footprint. And I feel like I need to put the, the caveat out there that I put out first that said I hope Mike Bianco is the coach at Ole Miss next year. It's just me, though. Scott Berry, and I'm not saying that to anger a Southern Miss fan or whatever, I've been very open on this program for years about how I feel about Scott Berry, exceptional baseball coach and even better human being. Given the opportunity, I think he would be outstanding. I mean, from hard to disagree with that. I mean, it is everywhere he's been, he's been successful. As an assistant at Meridian, where they won a national championship. Head coach at Southern Miss since 2010, eight years on Corky Palmer's staff as an assistant before that. 435 career wins at Southern miss in 11 seasons NCAA regionals in 10 11 16 17 18 19 and 21
12: Just a heck of a baseball coach
2: and I'm not I'm not naive enough to think that's where a coaching search would be absolutely begin but if we look up a day or two days or a week or two weeks from now and Keith Carter is in the position of having to try to find a new baseball coach if i were in keith carter's shoes scott berry is somebody that i would want to talk to just saying And if you're a Southern Miss fan right now, and you like you're wanting to punch the radio for me saying that, please take that as the biggest compliment as I can hand out, because that's that's how it's intended.
4: It's a big time compliment. I, I never understood. I imagine it's frustrating when people talk about your coach leaving, but it was the same thing about Dan Mullen when he was at Mississippi State. People would get so mad when somebody would put him on some kind of short list. It shouldn't make you mad means you've got a guy that's doing a really good job, and other people want that person. If you have a coach that's not desired by anybody, it means he's not that good of a coach.
2: Yeah. No, you're right. You're right about that. All right. Final Super Regional game is now just minutes away from beginning in Starkville. Mississippi State... And Notre Dame playing for a chance to go to the College World Series. We gave you Mississippi State's lineup earlier. If you've uh, you missed it, here it is one more time. Rowdy Jordan leading off in center field. Tanner Allen batting second in right field. Cameron James at third base, batting third. Luke Hancock, the first baseman, batting cleanup. Logan Tanner, the catcher, batting fifth. Scotty DeBrule at second base, hitting sixth. Brad Cumbus batting seventh in left field. Elum Clark, the DH in uh sorry, batting eighth. And then Logan Forsyth is the shortstop. He's hitting ninth. Left-hander Houston Harding getting the start tonight for Mississippi State. It's hot. 90 degrees in Starkville. Feels like 97 degrees. Your pitching matchup tonight. Houston Harding for Mississippi State. He's seven and two on the year with a 274 ERA. Will uh, Will Mercer, left-hander, throwing for Notre Dame. He's four and two on the season, with an ERA just north of four and a half. Stage is set. It's going to be great, isn't it? Oh yeah.
4: Slugfest. I I still think the over twelve is a safe play.
2: It's a big number. Really big number. But I think you're probably right.
4: It was 17 in game one, 10 in game two.
2: Somebody on the C Spire text line says, Big USM fan here. Leave our coach alone. I hear you. I hear you. Thanks for being with us. Enjoy your Monday night. A little Monday night baseball. Mississippi State. Notre Dame game three of the Starkville Super Regional. If you want to watch it? It's on ESPN two. You want to listen? You can get Jim Ellis and uh, Jay Powell on the radio. For Michael Borkey and Brian. Hey, Dad. I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night.